0: house was broken into and he confronted the burglar and then he had to go have eye surgery and then my son had to go over and help and then my son he rolled his car five times on the way home yeah i'm under a lot of stress about whether or not lost is a good tv show hi everyone i am your host Emma May,
1: and i'm nolan Pavlich.
0: and we are here to discuss lost
1: yeah is it a good TV show and we don't know and we and frankly if there's an episode to make you doubt oh boy (laughs) would it be this episode
0: see I didn't mind this episode really okay no there that's wrong this was the first Charlie episode that I kind of enjoyed
1: oh I I, there's elements of this I enjoyed I'll say that right now there's one certain scene that uh, I'm thrilled to watch every single time (laughs) <laughs> but I will say this, I am someone who uh, has watched Lost for a long time and it's kind of like my comfort show. like I, I have I've probably watched through the full series about six times at this point. Mm-hmm. This episode is the only one that I ever skip. Um, really? And I, I don't always skip it, but sometimes I do. Yeah, I, um, I don't care for it. I, I don't think it's super well written. Um, obviously, like I said, Charlie getting punched in the face is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, otherwise, I'm, I just, I don't know. Yeah, not, not crazy about it.
0: My biggest issue with it is mm-hmm. the portrayal of addiction. And yeah, it, we've talked about it. Like, Lost just does not do a good job with that for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of, uh, my biggest issue is that Locke, how did he go from, like, tempting Charlie and letting Charlie decide that he was going to be clean to now, like, Island Daddy is going to lay down the law?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's just him saying, or him being like, well, I've fallen for it once, I'm not going to fall for it again yeah but then it puts it into this whole thing of like well why is Locke the one deciding it but i I don't yeah i i I think this is the worst written uh addiction uh it's terrible uh, yeah it it just is even compared to the first one Mm -hmm. this one is worse
0: i do like dominic moynihan in that. really he was doing the best with what he had
1: yeah, but he is kind of playing a different character in this episode, right? Like, he's kind yeah. of playing, like, you know, like Dark Charlie or whatever. Like, <laughs> not... Um...
0: Sith Charlie.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I. It feels to me... I guess I have no proof of this. I should, I should look up the exact times. Although, I don't... I think I've tried to look them up in the past. Um, and I haven't been able to find them. But I wonder if uh, this is when... Like they're kind of trying to make Charlie into like a little bit of a villain here, right? Mm-hmm. Like he this is him. Uh, and I wonder if it's when him and Evangeline Lily stop dating.
0: Mm. We do have a, a random scene together though.
1: Yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we have plenty of time to talk yeah. about the two of them. There's there's uh, should we just jump into this here then?
0: Yeah, let's jump in.
1: Alright. This episode air, January 25th, 2006. It was directed by Jack Bender, a classic Lost director, and written by Edward Kisses and Adam Horowitz, uh, who have been, uh, I think they were the first like writing duo on the show. Um, and they have, uh, until Lost, just decided that that's just how they're going to do it from now on. So uh, we've talked about them before in the past as well.
0: Uh, we open up. On the painting uh, The Baptism of Christ by Andrea del Broccio and Da Vinci. Um, Wait, do we? Yeah, it opens up to it and it's in his house in the apartment.
1: Oh my God, I fully missed that. Wow. I think I would have caught
0: that had you not texted it to me. I didn't really miss this painting at
1: all. Oh, yeah, I was I texted it to you because I wanted to talk about it for later on when they're like recreating it on the beach. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I fully missed that. Wow. All right.
0: Yeah, it's like it's the first thing you see, um, which that was dead giveaway. Okay, we're on a dream sequence. Yeah, (laughs) right there. Um, (laughs) But it pans over to a stairway where a little Liam and little Charlie are opening presents. They're running down. It's Christmas Day. Um, Liam's are under the Christmas tree and mm-hmm. uh, Charlie notices that everything under the tree is for Liam. He asks where the pre- his presents are and his mom appears and points him to the other side of the room where something very large is wrapped in blankets and construction paper, I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. It ends up being a piano and he's really, really happy uh, his mom tells him that he is so talented and special, and uh, someday he is going to get all of them out of there with his music.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which is, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's a TV show and all that. A lot to put on a kid, I would say. Yeah. You're going to get us all out of here.
0: Mm-hmm. A very normal thing to say to a five or six-year-old, for mm-hmm. sure.
1: I tell my nephew that all the time. Yeah. So you're going to make something of me, kid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, Adult Liam's voice comes from behind Charlie, and Liam's grown up and in a diaper playing Mm -hmm. with his toys from Christmas, Uh, and the Mm -hmm. camera pans back to Charlie again, and it's Dominic Moynihan, so he's grown up. Um, His mom is telling him to play the piano, and when Charlie turns around to see Liam again, uh, he's in the background, but his father, who is faceless, uh, Mm -hmm. is butchering meat and telling him that music won't get him anywhere. Um, Charlie's mom earnestly tells him to save them, while Liam tells him sarcastically to do the same. Um, Yeah. So it's, like, very weird family dynamic going on here. We have daddy issues. We have mommy issues. We have brother Mm -hmm. issues.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, The whole family issues. Uh, Charlie begins to play and then he's in the ocean uh, with the tide coming in, and he can hear Aaron crying in the piano. And he tries to open it up when he notices something in the jungle. And as he walks towards the jungle to check it out, he turns back around, and the tide has swept the piano and Aaron away. Ocean.
1: Yeah. In terms of. So we've talked about it before. I don't think Lost Dream sequences are very good. How do you feel about this one?
0: This one was okay honestly yeah i could do without liam in the diaper i see how it really carries it
1: the- i thought that was the most compelling part of this episode
0: <laughs> I, I actually i don't know if in, you but-
1: i don't know if you checked out the wiki but i'm the one that wrote under trivia liam calls charlie baby brother uh in the past but in this scene he's the one in the diaper so who's the <laughs> real baby <laughs> that's some
0: good trivia right there
1: yeah I, yeah i mean you know <laughs> um. Yeah.
0: This one's better than Claire's. I'll yeah. That oh, for sure.
1: Yes, it's def. I 100 agree there. Uh. The um. I I uh. I've brought them up every single time, so I kind of hesitate to do it again. But this time, it's super relevant. I think I'm pretty sure the Sopranos also did a dream with uh somebody's dad as a butcher who, and it doesn't show their face while they're chopping meat. And oh, I believe really? in the Sopranos, he's like chopping up Tony or whoever's having the dream, oh. and instead of like dolls, which the the doll heads being chopped up was a reference to some Beatles thing. Um, I don't I don't pay attention to those kind of guys. I like American music, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I I don't know, I. um... I it's yeah, like you said, it's definitely better than the Claire one. It's just not how
0: left out the dolls. I honestly blacked that out a little bit. Yeah, I thought it was very corny.
1: Also, why do a Beatles thing when you're trying to do like the whole point of the Drive Shaft Band is that it's Oasis, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, why make it a Beatles reference other than the fact that it's just music?
0: And they're in the UK.
1: Like... Oh, and there's some pretty big signifiers as to how they're in the UK later on. <laughs> yeah. and I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Um, okay, here's my other question from this scene. Okay. Uh, you and your uh, baby brother uh, wake up and you're going to, down the stairs Christmas morning, one child, pile of presents underneath the tree, the other child one singular present and it's a big piano which kid do you think is uh coming out ahead on that one
0: the kid with the presents under the tree
1: yeah I agree <laughs> because like as a child there's no way you're that excited about a piano right I guess mm-hmm. maybe as someone who has no talent maybe I I'm just uh uh showing myself here but like uh I, I I'm just one of those things just like oh yeah I mean like it's kind of for the family, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's not just like yeah. a piano for Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, maybe you, uh, maybe you get him, you know, one little teenage mutant ninja turtle or something uh, to put under the tree as well. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a parent, so I can't say. Out on the beach, Charlie wakes up uh, and he immediately starts panicking about Aaron. Um, I mean. This already, like, this This to me is in character for Charlie, that he's doing this, like, that he had a dream and he's immediately freaking out about Aaron, but I also don't understand why he's doing it. <laughs> like, I don't, uh, I've never understood that thing of, like, oh, I just dreamed it. it like, there's the thing on, um, TikTok where people would be like, oh, I, uh, had a dream that my spouse cheated on me and now I'm mad at them and then it's like a joke yeah. or whatever. But I do think that that is an insane, like, when you wake up from a dream, 99.99% of the time, right, you forget it, or also are completely emotionally unaffected by the dream. Mm -hmm. Like, how often are you having uh, dreams where you gotta start running down the beach asking if somebody's okay because you dreamed about them?
0: Right. I've had really vivid dreams before that have, like, shook me,
1: Mm -hmm. but
0: it's... Then you wake up in bed and it's like, oh, right, I don't yeah. need to be Yeah, exactly. This. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> I can't carry this through my day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, so, Charlie starts running down. He asks Son if Aaron's okay, and Son's like, yeah, Claire and Aaron are right over there. And they're uh, talking to Locke on the beach. I mean, is it fair to say that Locke is like the just the straight up the new stepdaddy for Aaron? Yeah. Um, for sure. I think he at this point?
0: he only likes Aaron because they look so much alike.
1: <laughs> yeah, they have a similar haircut. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I've actually noticed John Locke, it, it's kind of hard to tell. But in a lot of the scenes, it seems like he, one, doesn't have any teeth. Um, and also, I don't know, this, and I put this in, of course, the, the Wikipedia Trivia section, but there's a lot of scenes where John Locke has a couple of Cheerios stuck to his sweaty little palm, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, somebody's got clearly a Ziploc bag, and he's just pulling them out of them and then keeping them stuck there, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess now that I, now that you mentioned it, they are pretty similar. <laughs> Charlie comes up to Claire later when she's at her tent and brings some uh, diapers for Aaron um, that he has made, um... He tries to uh, like banter with her, flirt, I guess, but she's just not interested, and he says he wishes things could go back to the way they were before, but Claire points out, I think pretty correctly, that they're just uh, strangers that were in a plane crash together, and then you know they became friends, and Charlie an- answers that with the most menacing response of all time, which is, oh, so now Locke's your friend, huh? And even me saying that, I do not get the absolute malice that he has in his voice. Like, mm-hmm. hes he really is, like, uh, he's angry at Locke. Uh, but Claire asks uh, for some space. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, like, completely fair and crazy that she's really even, like, talking with him this gently about it.
0: Yeah. Definite villain vibes from early. Even <laughs> yeah, hes he's not scene. being
1: subtle about it at all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, in the second flashback uh, we open on a little baby at the hospital uh, with a disheveled Charlie looking on it's amazing that the maternity staff hasn't kicked him out of the hospital um, what are
1: you talking he, about? they just let like people chill a... with the babies you can just chill with them, it's cool you just gotta tell them, hey, I'm just gonna hang
0: he looks like such a creep he has the aviators on Mm-hmm. inside
1: um yeah he's dressed like johnny depp not as yeah, many scarves yes. but he's he's depp-esque
0: mm-hmm. um karen i don't know if she is charlie's sister-in-law but like a sister-in-law figure i'm not sure if her and liam are, are married at this point but um uh, she walks over and gives him a hug she says that she named the baby megan which resonates mm-hmm. with charlie we'll find out later that's a, his mom's name. Mm-hmm. Um, Let asked, me ask you something. Yeah. Do you
1: believe that? No. How old is Dominic Moynihan in, in this? Let's see. He's probably, in, what, mid-30s? Yeah. So he's born in 1970. Let's assume she had him at 18. He's, uh, uh that's what, 1952? Do you believe a woman born in 1952 would be named Megan?
0: Their name would be, like, Sally.
1: It would name Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't buy it. I don't, I, I'm, uh, it'd be like if her name was Chloe. I just don't see it.
0: Right. Yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Daenerys.
0: She asks where Liam is and is disappointed to learn that he's not there for the birth of his daughter. Uh, Charlie tries to cover for him, but she doesn't buy it. She asks if he's okay. And Charlie says that he's living crazy. Mm-hmm. Um in the next scene we mm-hmm. get a peek at Charlie's very ugly apartment. Yeah. Wow. Um yeah. The door has um. this large psychedelic UK flag over it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I, is it it's an elevator door too, right? It just goes yeah. right in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that's such a funny thing where it's just like you know like obviously like it's stuff where it's like in friends where people are like, like, oh, this apartment would actually be worth like twelve billion dollars, uh, and mm-hmm. all these people who barely have jobs just get to rent. So it's like, well, they also need space to like have a TV show there, right? Um, yeah. So like, the apartment maybe has to be a little bit bigger than what they're uh, probably wanting it to be. But I'm gonna go ahead and just say that two uh, uh, two heroin addicts maybe can't afford the elevator into apartment. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. No matter how good their mural skills are.
0: I you know. I was trying to think about that and maybe he like bought it cash when they yeah.
1: yeah, that's true. I don't
0: know. I was having I was trying to wrap my brain around it through that. Yeah. It was a little distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the piano that his mom got him is there in the studio apartment and Liam left a cigarette on it, which Charlie is very annoyed by. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, but later
1: on, he puts his beer on it with no coaster. So I'm kind of like, do you
0: care about this thing, dude? Right. It doesn't make sense. Um, Yeah. But uh, Charlie turns around and sees Liam passed out on the couch and high with a belt around his forearm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And he is supposed to be cleaning up his act, but he's obviously not doing that. Uh, Charlie gets him up and tells him to clean up. As Liam is walking to the kitchen, he tells them that he has a daughter now um, and that her name is Megan. And Liam looks happy about that.
1: You know, I guess it's not that outrageous, right? Because there is those people who have like, you know, 600 different American flags on their truck or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But just the having the, the whatever it is, the Union Jack as, you, as just a giant mural Just to like let us know that these guys are British Is so Unbelievably funny to me okay. It's on the same level as the um, Oh yeah I just have Winston Churchill's uh, Cigarette case yeah. uh, Because right. I'm a rich British person Right uh, That's It's such a funny just like uh, Man you guys couldn't have talked to a British person <laughs> For any kind of like research huh? Exactly um,
0: Or like how all the scenes in Australia The opera house yeah, it's always in the background.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's always just right around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah. I just think that that's so funny. Uh, Back on the beach, uh, Kate is helping Sawyer stretch out his his arm. Uh, She's doing uh, physical therapy with him. I don't know who, I mean, at this point, there's no way anybody told them to do this, right? They're just doing it. Yeah. Uh, for themselves. Um, Jack
0: definitely wasn't like... Yeah. Okay, now you two stretch yeah. together. Super nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, okay. Now, Sawyer, for this exercise, you're going to have to brush one strand of hair out of her face behind her <laughs> ear. Um, <laughs> uh, Hurley's over with them um, and asks Sawyer about Libby since he spent some time with the tail section guys. Sawyer is uh, extremely smug about him having a little crush on Libby, and uh, uh, the Hurley kind of takes off. And then as they are uh, stretching, they see Anna Lucia coming out of the jungle with Jack, and Sawyer says, I've seen them come out together uh, three times now. What do you think they're doing in there, Freckles? Um, And uh, we don't know, and uh, we still don't really know by the end of this episode either.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Back on the beach, uh, in what is definitely the real physical reality, Charlie is playing guitar. And suddenly he hears Aaron crying out at sea. And so he swims out after him. So this is, again, we've talked about this on the show, uh, but this is another instance of it. Charlie, uh, fully clothed on the beach, right? Suddenly he realizes Mm -hmm. he needs to get under the water. What articles of clothing does he take off? Well, his shirt, of course, his shoes and socks. Uh, What does he keep on? His jeans. He only wants to swim in jeans. Mm -hmm. Insane insane i mean at a certain point why not just have him be wearing like jenkos or something yeah like he shouldn't right. like just really lean into it mm-hmm. um aaron's uh, crib is floating out there in the water but charlie swims out even though as we know from episode three or four or whatever it is that he's not a strong swimmer um brings the crib back to shore picks up aaron and uh, then he looks out on the beach, and suddenly everything's in a kind of goldish filter. He sees his mother and Claire. They're dressed in uh, blue robes, and they are reenacting from uh, the Baptism of Christ uh, uh, the poses of the angels on that painting. Um, they say that the baby is in danger, and Charlie has to save him. So the wiki, I've never seen a different version of this, so I guess I just don't know. Um mm-hmm. I'm curious if you the wiki says that the plane crashing in the jungle is only in the widescreen version did you see that Mm-mm. Did, okay because um, I just watched it on Hulu and it did it was on there so I don't know if there's some some setting or something on there that you gotta activate so that it shows up but in mm. in the corner during one portion you can just kind of hear the plane crashing and uh, and see it landing in the jungle it's 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 pretty brief but mm-hmm. um yeah that's the uh the beachcraft uh, heroin plane um a real live dove uh, appears from the heavens and flies by charlie a lot of people think that hey is this maybe you know kind of like the horse a jpeg of a dove that they <laughs> digitally uh rendered across the screen no it's a real dove and you're kind of silly for asking hurley appears uh and asks charlie what's going on hurley is wearing purple robes which is typically in like renaissance art um i guess i shouldn't say renaissance art because i am not a educated enough person to know if there's if that is a classification different from what i'm talking about but in some of this you know old ass art uh, mm-hmm. uh whenever jesus is depicted uh he has that a similar like. Uh, it, that's like uh, kind of like the golden halos. Like that's a signifier that this is Jesus, and so Hurley is wearing that, but he is not wearing what uh, Jesus is wearing in the actual Baptism of Christ painting, uh, which is like a just a purplish loincloth. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I I guess this is a big part of my issue with this episode. I don't think that any of this means anything. Any of this religious symbology, even the baptism stuff it doesn't feel like it really means anything it feels like it's chosen because it's religious it doesn't feel like it there's a purpose for it that is being being conflated with religiousness if that makes sense yeah. um it just feels like they're just choosing it to be mystical rather than to make any kind of like statement which in my opinion is a bummer we think it's
0: probably because it's a charlie episode. Yeah. You know, like that's the symbolism that he's he's mm-hmm. used to. But I think it's very specific to Charlie. Like it's not like yeah. you're saying like really uh, I don't think it has anything to do with the lore. At least I didn't get any.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's really matching up to any kind of uh, anything on that on the island.
0: Mhm.
1: Um but Anyways, as Charlie sees Hurley, uh, suddenly it snaps to, it is nighttime, Charlie is uh, uh, dressed in contemporary clothes, Um, he's holding Aaron on the beach, and Hurley is uh, looking at him asking what's going on, and Charlie doesn't really know, he doesn't know how he got there. Uh, Eventually, Claire comes out, she's been looking for Aaron, and Hurley calls out to her, Claire comes over, collects Aaron, and then slaps Charlie across the face. Uh, Rightfully so. I mean, at this moment, anything Charlie does further is truly insane.
0: Yeah, he's losing it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The next day, Hurley and Sawyer are playing blackjack um, on the beach. uh, And uh, they see Libby is uh, struggling to carry a big thing of laundry to the hatch. And Sawyer tells Hurley uh, that he should go help her with it. The exact line that he says is i'm sure you got a load you need to drop in don't you jethro so that's pretty cool cool sawyer um (laughs) i yelled at
0: my tv (laughs) it's
1: it's wild i'm kind of surprised they were able to get away with it on abc but i I mean i don't know it's one of those things where i'm like it's not even that it's like sexual it's just so gross compared to there's no real sexuality on the show um it's all, like, flirting and, like, people having to, like, get too close to each other and that kind of thing. Like, it, it just, mm-hmm. it feels like so, like, way past anything that goes before it. But anyways, cool, Sawyer. Um, and then uh, Sawyer uh, calls out for Libby and immediately disappears into his tent. And so uh, Libby says hi to Hurley, thinking that he was the one that shouted for her. Um, which is cute. He's a, he, Sawyer's a good wingman when he's not being a disgusting creep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie ambushes Locke at the entrance to the hatch. Uh, we love that hatch entrance, don't we, folks? He tries to get Locke to speak to Claire for him. I don't get this either. If Charlie's getting all jealous of Locke, like, why would he think that Locke would be the one to do it? Well, um, I don't know. But yeah, unless Locke... he's
0: trying to be like manipulative, like yeah, oh, Locke I'm so sad, right? I can't talk to Claire. Literally. Yeah.
1: Or maybe he just, I guess, is desperate that, enough that he thinks, like, oh, Claire likes Locke, so she'll listen to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, Locke kind of doesn't even really respond, and he just asks Charlie if he's using again. And Charlie says, uh, Kate sees the horse? Nothing. Pretty much everybody's seen Walt wandering around the bloody jungle, but when it's Charlie, it must be the drugs, right? Um, I would say that if Kate had just grabbed Aaron and taken off, Uh, that people would also have been reacting pretty poorly to that. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. Charlie hasn't done anything or really even tried to sit anybody down and explain himself. Like, he just is doing more and more rash things while shouting that nobody believes him.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But yeah, uh, Locke uh, asks if he's using it, and Charlie tells him that he and Echo burned up the plane and all the statues. And it seems like Locke kinda comes around a little bit and tells him that Claire needs time and space. Which is true and what Claire herself has told him and what basically everyone has told him. Uh wild.
0: Uh in our third flashback, um, Oh yeah. Or I guess second.
1: Maybe my so least ahead. favorite scene in this show.
0: Ooh Wow. Um so Drive Shaft is all together and they're shooting a video um and matching bathrobes. In slippers and their chairs, waiting for direction. Uh, Liam is detoxing and he looks very ill.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: they're all drinking tea out of very proper teacups.
1: Or <laughs> well, um, they're British, yeah. You're just lucky so know that, they, that they're British. <laughs> you're lucky that Margaret Thatcher wasn't the one pouring it for him,
0: yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, So they've been doing this shot a few times, um, which we know because the director is pissed. Uh, He's yelling at them and telling them that they need to get it right. Um, They're really close to being on overtime. Um, So they decide to shoot and they take off their robes. They're all wearing diapers. And they go into a large crib and they are dancing to... They're one-hit wonder um mm-hmm. and you know liam isn't getting the moves right but honestly maybe that's okay you know maybe yeah. it's okay that they lose the diaper much.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Just maybe this was the paycheck there. they didn't need yeah let me ask you is this gonna make you watch lord of the rings any differently
0: oh well, no i'm gonna <laughs> try to bury this memory
1: you're not gonna suddenly remember you all everybody's
0: no, I'm going to bury it as soon okay. as we're, we're done with this episode. All right,
1: interesting. Um,
0: the, yeah, the commercial that they're shooting is for a diaper called Butties. Um, mm-hmm. And they s- switch out the lyrics to You All Every Butty. Um, according mm-hmm. to some extra material on the season two DVDs, um, producers wanted the drive shaft members to walk across Abbey Road in diapers in the commercial but they couldn't get permission which is crazy it's just a road isn't it
1: i imagine there's got to be a million people trying to do that though at all the time right like it's got to be one of those things like when um whatever those stairs are in joker where it was like everyone was like hey people keep like getting into traffic accidents because you guys were lining up around the block to do a stupid dance on these stairs Mm -hmm. that also people live here (laughs) right (laughs) yeah need to deal with this
0: yeah, you're probably right. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the diaper commercial's bad. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Liam falls over during the shoot when the director decides that he's done. He walks away. That's a wrap. Um, he storms off to his trailer and Char- Charlie begs him to keep shooting. The director tells him that they should ditch Liam because he's a wreck and Charlie says that he'd never do that. Liam is his brother. Um. Then the director says, "Oi, right. Well, then, I guess you're fired, governor."
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're fired, ain't it, Cheerio? <laughs> I yeah. apologize
0: to everybody. That's the worst British accent. Ever. That's
1: great. That's great. Um, okay, two things for this scene. The first, sure. did you know about the Widmore construction thing in the background? No. It's completely unimportant at the moment, but basically, it's something that we can keep uh, an eye out for. Is uh, there's just a banner that says Widmore Construction? It's so small, like it's just one of those things that they kind of put in for people to like notice and pick over. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. I think it basically Widmore type stuff will start popping up more in the background okay. uh, of stuff. So it's something to just keep in mind, I guess. Um my other question is this commercial is predicated on the idea that the band of the parody song that's playing is dancing around in diapers. Um have have the people that wrote it never like I know that they've got to do this for the drama on the show or whatever but if the people who wrote this never seen a commercial like that's not how commercials work. The band no. of a song is not doing anything. Like
0: they're not in it.
1: Especially you know 2006 this was back when bands could still sell out. Like, the yeah. music industry has progressed now to where it's impossible to sell out because everyone's just trying to get every little uh, scrap of uh, uh, anything they can get. But, like, uh, <laughs> like this would have been such a huge... Like, imagine if Oasis had done this. Like, yeah. they would be... They, nobody would ever listen to them again.
0: It should have been the baby from Ally McBeal
1: dancing to it yeah. that's got to exist that's got to exist and if yeah. it doesn't i think we have the technology um but yeah i just think it's funny like all this what this really would be would be um uh like you know babies giggling yeah or whatever while the song plays in the background and you know right. what that would have been pretty cute
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh this is I'm. i'm so i wanted to ask you about this scene, so I'm glad that we're getting to this. Back on the island, Hurley and Libby are washing clothes together. Um, Libby asks if the washer and dryer are newer than everything else in the hatch. Um, Which, have we talked about that on the podcast?
0: You mentioned it on the first hatch episode.
1: Right. Just how, like, insanely, like, they look like they're from 2004, Mm -hmm. and everything else looks like it's from the 70s. And so it feels like something where they kind of made a mistake, and then decided to have Libby bring it up here because other mm-hmm. people had already been asking it. Maybe it's intentional, though. I don't know. So they are doing laundry together. And uh, she shows Hurley a new top that she found in some abandoned luggage. Um, and then Hurley starts to ask if she know- if he knows her from anywhere. Um, and then she has him turn around so that she can take off her the shirt and bra that she's wearing and then put on this new shirt uh she says that he stepped on her foot uh while he was coming into the plane which is of course in my favorite section of the wikipedia the goof section because she was in the back of the plane so if hurley was the last person on the plane he would never have made it that far back Mm -hmm. so how would he have stepped on her foot um I don't know if this is supposed to be a goof. It definitely seems like she's trying to hide something and then distracting him by taking off her clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, my real question for you, Emma, is what do you think of the top that she is showing him? <sighs> Look pretty ugly, right? It's like an ugly-ass purple top. It has like yeah. It's like bedazzled.
0: But I would imagine that it's pretty comfy on an island.
1: Sure. Yeah. Oh, I imagine it's good. I just think it's such a funny thing that she's like, Look at this cute top Look I found. Look at this cute
0: thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Out at the beach, Echo is marking trees for some... Because he those are the ones that he likes, I guess, is what he says. Uh, we don't get any indication of what's going on there. Um, Charlie asks Echo if uh, he told Locke that uh, Charlie kept a statue. And then he uh, explains his dream to Echo. And Echo says that his dream might be a vision, saying that he actually does need to save the baby. And get it baptized. Charlie runs over to talk to Claire, uh, but fate, uh, but Kate, like physically restrains him and stops mm-hmm. him from coming over. He breaks past and tells Claire that Aaron needs to be baptized. Um, and then Locke watches on in the distance as Kate kind of starts pulling Charlie away. I mean, this is one of those things where it really makes you real. Like the fact that he immediately went over to Claire just makes you think, like, oh, this is just Charlie. Charlie is, like, getting these visions, but he's acting on them because he wants to get close to Claire again. Right. Like, I don't think it... To me, at least, it doesn't track that he immediately believes all these visions, like, uh, unquestioningly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like he's just being manipulative.
1: Yeah. It feels super manipulative.
0: And I'll give Echo a pass here. He hasn't been on this side of the island very long. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know... Carly's fast behavior. Right. But are you... Why would you say that? (laughs) Like, why would you add fuel to that fire?
1: Yeah, why not uh, internalize that and then bring it up to Claire later yourself? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Especially because, guess what? If Aaron's getting baptized, it is probably going to have to be the priest that uh, does that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So... (laughs) Anna Lucia is still building her shelter. It's been uh days now that they've been back on this side of the island. Jack gives her a tarp, one of the famous lost tarps. Um and he tells uh Anna Lucia when she asks that the reason that he backed down against the others was Kate. And so Anna Lucia asks him Actually let me ask you, Emma you are curious about whether or not two people are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. how do you how do you broach that subject with one of those people
0: oh I would say are you hitting that
1: are you hitting that really
0: yeah
1: oh wow I would say like, you're no squeezing matter, that like, juice bro that's what yeah. I would have said
0: yeah I mean <laughs> no matter like how well I know the other person
1: that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying oh yeah that's right. I forgot to mention you've known this guy for a total of 76 hours yeah Okay. <laughs> you hidden that. That's so funny. It feels like they were told that they needed to make... They needed to have a little bit of sex in the show now. Yeah. When this, this was the episode where they got like the memo. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, well, yeah, of course, Sawyer would be uh, the worst. And I guess Ana Lucia would be really direct. Um, so <laughs> we're going to go with you hidden that. Uh, Jack says no, he's not hidden that. So
0: um, I do like that Jack is like... Am I hitting that? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that Anna Lucia and Sawyer should hook up, frankly. It seems like they've got some uh, yeah similar ideas about broaching <laughs> the topic of sex with other people. I think they should figure out what's going on there. Uh, out in the jungle, Charlie goes to his secret stash and grabs a statue out and breaks it and then stares at the packages of brown sugar that come out of it.
0: In our next flashback, Charlie is sitting at his piano and is writing music when Liam comes in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Turns out Karen kicked him out uh, mm-hmm. because she thinks that he's dangerous. And Charlie grabs them both a beer and they are sitting down on the couch to talk about it um, and asks what happened. It turns out that Liam dropped Megan.
1: Oh my um, gosh.
0: And he tells charlie this and starts crying
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: and charlie was trying to console him um you know i don't know like there has to be a delicate way to be like mm, is this rock bottom for you
1: yeah where you maybe have to be like hey time to think about shit
0: yeah right you did
1: the one thing that everyone is terrified to do with a baby
0: yeah oh but this consolation turns into uh, Charlie telling Liam that he's writing again. So they just mm-hmm. zip right past it. Yeah. Uh, and not going to dwell
1: on that. Oh, damn, you dropped nope. your kid? Yeah. That's wild. Because <laughs> guess what? I've been dropping this beat.
0: That's pretty much how it goes. Um, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he is writing a song about two brothers, which <laughs> I'm glad he mentioned that because I did not get that <laughs> from the lyrics. Um and he a song
1: about two brothers like us okay. brother we're brothers
0: <laughs> Um he begins to sing in the song and play I think it's pretty I think it's a pretty song um mm-hmm. and it feels like is maybe
1: I could have written that song not the music yeah. but the lyrics
0: Yeah pretty It feels simple. like they were
1: like oh yeah songs rhyme right we just yeah. got to come up with some rhymes
0: Um But Liam is into it, and they start harmonizing together. It gets him to
1: forget that he dropped his kid. Yeah, That's how good this song is.
0: This song is a hit. (laughs) Um, And they're feeling super energized. It seems like things are taking a good turn. Maybe things are looking up. But then Liam just screws it up and asks Charlie if he's got any brown sugar. Yeah. I think an interesting from this is that like we never really see charlie's reaction like no never you know like he's obviously using two right but
1: yeah but he's not nearly as much of a mess in this episode like he for all intents and purposes i mean truly right this should have been the origin story for charlie right Mm -hmm. this should have been how he became addicted was like he, he sees his brother at these depths and like his brother sinks down or drags him down to his level. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have, I don't know. I still don't know if that would have justified the brother relationship on this. But um, yeah, it—it it, it is weird that like you, you don't get the sense that, like you, you as a viewer get the sense that it's rock bottom just because how could it not be? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, with Charlie doesn't give any kind of reaction at the end there, saying like, "Hey, uh, no, <laughs> this was some. This was supposed to be a beautiful thing of music."
0: Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Again, just like really disappointed. I feel like, especially with this episode, and maybe Charlie even in general, I feel like the writers are so, like, beholden to make everything like white or black good or bad but they're Mm -hmm. not willing to explore the gray area that is addiction yeah it just they could have done so much more with this episode had they been willing to explore that instead of like oh we need to make charlie seem responsible in these flashbacks even though he's using two right let's show how he's being dragged down by liam
1: which is wild because that's such a compelling story. Mm-hmm. Like, the, uh, Addiction is interesting to watch, even if it's maybe hard to watch at times. But it's um, it, it would have made these feel so much better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Back on the island, right where we left off, Charlie's looking at the, the heroine. Uh, Locke followed him. And so he begins to take the statues. Um, he says, you know, like, hey... used to be that I thought I should put it in your hands whether or not you should be using, but guess what? I'm just going to take it now. You don't get to decide anymore. Um, And Charlie starts begging Locke to believe him and saying that he's being tested by the island and Locke just is completely not open to it at all. And uh, yeah, he takes the statues away from Charlie. Claire comes up to Locke uh, back at the camp um, asking if they can stay in the hatch, uh, for a little bit, and Locke, uh, I think, pretty fairly points out, like, hey, an alarm goes off in this place every uh, 108 minutes. Maybe maybe not be a great place for a, a baby that you would want to get any amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and But he says that he will move his stuff over to her tent for a few nights, and that does seem to uh, make her feel better. Uh, she also asks him what he knows about baptism, and uh, Locke says that it's basically um some sort of like spiritual insurance and uh but he says that Aaron isn't in any danger so there's nothing to worry about. What um yeah I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean yeah. In terms (laughs) of like something's going to happen to this kid, um, compared to every other kid on the world, Aaron is decently high, I would say, at this Mm -hmm. moment. Um yeah.
0: Charlie is trying to take him to the ocean. And yeah, everything. for sure. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> you guys got to worry about the the, the hoodie guy. Um, <laughs> that night, Charlie sets a big fire. Um, it uh, uh, is like kind of near the camp. I guess it's basically where Echo was marking out trees, as we see later. So, Said sees it, and everybody rushes over to help. They start getting, you know, buckets of sand and water uh, to start putting it out uh Locke has claire stay behind and she does but she is kind of like a little bit away from aaron watching the fire <laughs> again like this w- this was kind of what danielle did right to get aaron like she kind of like made up a distraction to get saeed yeah. to go away so if i'm claire i'm maybe not gonna like step away from the baby that lar yeah that long obviously it has to happen like that because otherwise how in the hell is charlie gonna get aaron but
0: uh in our next flashback Charlie comes home to find his apartment it is a complete mess. His piano is missing and Liam is packing up his stuff. Mm-hmm. Charlie asks where his piano is and it turns out that Liam sold it. Classic heroin addict, you know, like they're writing about heroin addicts. They have to have somebody sell some precious item. Yeah, I feel like that's such a trope
1: um yeah and they've already done it once and it also isn't even done right in this he does it yeah. so that he could get into rehab that's not why right it, that's not where the betrayal comes from with this kind of stuff although it does make this i mean i will say i do feel bad for charlie in this moment like that's horrible the piano he's had since he was a young boy and where is he gonna set his beer now
0: yeah <laughs> just doesn't make any sense to me um mm-hmm. charlie's really upset and now he's not even upset about the piano being gone. He's asking where the money is.
1: Yeah. And he's, like, I mean, upset that... that
0: he doesn't get the money, it seems like. I don't know.
1: Well, maybe that's the, the the drug addict element of Charlie, right? Like, he's mm-hmm. he just wants the money. Like, it, he's so far gone that he doesn't even care about the piano now. He just wants the money because he assumes Liam's using it for heroin. Mm-hmm. I, but, like, that could have been communicated so much better.
0: Right. Yeah, like, again, we just don't even really see that side. Yeah, You know. yeah. Um, but it turns out that Liam has been sober for two days, and he sold the piano um, so he could get on a flight to Sydney uh, mm-hmm. and get Megan and Karen back, go to rehab there. Uh, they take the argument outside, and Charlie follows him. Uh, and Liam tells Charlie that he needs to save his family, and this makes Charlie feel really abandoned because Liam is the only family that he has.
1: And now, I don't know if you caught this, but because they're technically in England um, for this scene, they put a big red phone booth um, mm. out on the sidewalk, and that's how they kind of transformed this Hawaiian alley mm. into a uh, jolly old London town. Pretty pretty impressive
0: pretty good stuff from the <laughs> yeah. department.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're, they really killed it. They really <laughs> seem like they've been to Britain and know about it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, back on the beach, uh, as Claire is looking at getting distracted by the fire, Charlie grabs Aaron, but he only gets like seven steps away before Aaron cries out. Claire realizes and starts chasing him. Um, they make it down to the water, uh, but she can't really like grab Aaron from Charlie. Uh, everybody starts gathering around now that the fire's kind of been taken care of. Um, and Charlie, uh, tearfully begs for Claire and Locke and whoever to like, let it, just let him do it, that he has to do it to save Aaron. Uh, but nobody believes him and Locke, uh, gets Charlie to hand over Aaron after Charlie kind of breaks down and goes on a like, you weren't there for him, you're not his father, and Locke says, hey, neither are you. Um, mm-hmm. Which is cool, It's glad, I'm glad that someone finally did say that to Charlie. Yeah. Um, but uh, Charlie hands over Aaron, and Locke gives Aaron to Claire, and then punches Charlie in the face three times, knocking him down into the surf. And then uh, everybody kind of walks away, and nobody really stops to help him. Jack stops by the next day to check up on uh, Charlie's face uh, and gives him stitches for uh, where Locke punched him. Uh, Charlie tells him that he started the fire, to which Jack says, I know, which, like, yeah, of course, you didn't have to explain this, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jack says, I need to make sure that you're you know, never going to do anything like this again. Now, I got to say, they should kick Charlie out at this point. Yeah. Like, it was on the fence... When he went and like accosted Claire, right with Claire right. with uh, Kate holding him back. But at this point, there's the, what does Charlie provide that like I don't know. I mean, I guess what are you gonna do? Just tell him to go to a different part of the beach. But like, maybe yeah, you can't you can't keep this guy around.
0: No, right? Yeah, he's he's like a problem that doesn't even want to admit that there's problem. Right?
1: He'll lie every single time. All he does is lie mm-hmm. about everything. But yeah, Charlie says that he didn't use which uh where do you think what do you think about that? You think he he used any of that I uh, do. Yeah, I kinda do too. It just seems uh the way like he his seems face so irrational. looked
0: and like I feel like they purposely kinda did his makeup to look like Yeah, she had been using.
1: Claire goes to Echo about baptism and Echo kinda reassures her, like, Hey I didn't tell Charlie to do that. Uh, which, like, yeah, of course not. Um, and he tells her about Jesus' baptism by John the Baptist, who, uh, which, of course, that is the event being depicted, uh, in the, uh, the painting that we've been talking about this whole time. She, she asks about, like, you know, just, is baptism what gets you into heaven? They never really give a exact answer on it, um, I don't know what baptism is, uh, even though i was in the church for a long time i uh never really got it explained to me uh, all that well so i'm not going to comment on it but the um uh, apparently in terms of like catholicism uh in order to have it be like an official baptism unless there's like imminent death you need to have a uh a, a baptized godparent there mm-hmm. um And so this is not an actual baptism, Uh, according to the wiki. I will say maybe if you're making circumstances for imminent death, you do also have to make one for plane crash, deserted island. Right. Um, But that's just me. Uh, Echo uh, baptizes both of them, uh, Claire and Aaron. So Charlie got what he wanted after all. um, In a roundabout way, Locke puts all the the statues that he took from charlie in the gun closet and resets the combination on it and then the last shot of the episode is charlie sitting alone on the beach at nighttime uh separated from everyone else um looking he... very
0: much like a sith
1: yeah look yeah exactly he's about to, uh he's about to uh uh go full chevy chase in community now <laughs> uh he's just full villain so <laughs> um this episode on imdb emma i don't normally do this but i would like to put it to you to guess where it's at i will tell you with there is i believe 118 distinct episodes of lost but the imdb splits it up into 121 uh because okay. of all the like part two and that kind of stuff it does this mm-hmm. all separately so out of from number one possible to number 121 possible where do you put fire and water? Where do you think it's coming in at?
0: Um, Like, bottom half? Mm-hmm.
1: Bottom um, third? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Was it 121?
1: It is not 121. That's, okay. Don't don't be ridiculous, Emma. It's 120. Oh, um, God. Yeah.
0: I didn't think it so, was that bad. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was, like, I, I don't know. I've thought that... Some of the other Charlie episodes were worse than this.
1: Yeah, well, I I think it's part. Of, it's just painful to watch, right? Like, yeah. and, and I think also Charlie is a pretty beloved character in the fandom. Mm-hmm. Obviously, personally, not, not this a fan. Fandom. Yeah, yeah, not this that fandom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to speak for you, but maybe maybe he's not our favorite character. Um, but. I think that he is written out of character in this episode. Like, it just, I don't quite see, there needs to have been, like, some explicit drug use or something to make me understand why he's acting like that in this episode. Because no. he's always been, like, pushy and kind of like a, uh, somebody who just kind of says what's on his mind, but he does never seem like someone who would kidnap a baby three times. Um, he just seems
0: for, like a Pisces, like a regular normal yeah, Pisces man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And that's what it probably said in his horoscope, if he had been on the mainland to read it, was you will (laughs) kidnap a baby three times in the 24-hour period. So the way that IMDb ranks it, too, by the way, it's tied with whatever number 121 is, which we have not gotten to, of course, and we will get to in the future. Uh, And they both have the same ranking. So it's possible that they, they could end up, that they're tied, or it's possible that maybe it only ranks up to, like, it, it says they both have a 7.2, but maybe one has a 7.22 and the other has 7.21. I don't know. Sure. Um, but yeah. Like I said, this is the episode I skip if I'm skipping one. Um, so I'm glad we got through it. Uh, but um, next week, we will be talking about Season 2, Episode 13, The Long Con, which is a Sawyer episode.
0: Yay. Uh,
1: it's been a minute, and I can't wait to talk about it. mm mm-hmm. um, if you like this episode please go to Apple Podcasts uh, or wherever you're getting your podcast from go ahead and give us a little rating uh what? just five stars. five stars just give us five stars come on what are you yeah. what are you doing what, are you, what do you what uh, you you get you get uh you have to pay per star that you put on the rating come on now we'll just, do just, it just yeah okay well yeah we will do it we will do it um <laughs> uh you can Send us a tweet at allthebestpods on twitter.com. Email us, allthebestpodcasts at gmail.com. And uh, until next week, get lost. Get lost.